What's up, everybody? So I want to let you know that the Alpha Brain Golden Ticket Sweepstakes are still going on. And that's just a rad opportunity not only to stock up on your Alpha Brain or give Alpha Brain a try. Because if you haven't tried Alpha Brain, it's definitely one of those tools that's different than any stimulant you've had and gets your brain firing in an absolutely different way. And that's what our clinical research has shown, and that's what everybody who's tried it. You know, we've sold over a million bottles of Alpha Brain, and the results are in. It works. It's awesome. So this is a great opportunity, though, because if you get the Golden Ticket Sweepstakes, everybody is a winner, and there's a bunch of cool shit that we're giving away, from kettlebell sets to different other products, to discounts. Every single person is going to be a winner if you go to the golden ticket sweepstakes so check it out on it.com slash golden ticket and then enter the code and fill in the entry form there's going to be a grand prize for one of you which is going to be a trip out here to austin and on hq so you'll be able to come hang at the hq and do all the awesome on it things so definitely check it out go to on it.com slash golden dash ticket and get your 30 count or 90 count bottle of alpha brain this podcast is brought to you by on it Honestly, I don't know what I would do without these tools for human optimization. What is human optimization? It's getting your body and mind into a state that's going to allow you to experience life to the absolute fullest. Really, the body is the base level of that pyramid. You got to take care of the body's needs. And we have all kinds of tools like the emulsified MCT oils, the supplements, the workout equipment, the information at the Onnit Academy to make sure that you're able to thrive so that you can live the best life possible. Go to onnit.com slash Aubrey. Check out the tools. You get 10% off when you go to that page and it supports the podcast. So please check it out, onnit.com slash Aubrey and enjoy the show. Wim Hof is a genuine freak of nature. He's got 26 Guinness World Records for mostly withstanding extreme temperatures. He's also pioneered a breath technique that I've gotten to experience and that he's also used to coach a lot of MMA athletes like Alistair Overeem. This is a game-changing podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. We're going to have some fucking fun today. Yes, I think so. It's all with the F. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want to go into two moments in particular. The first moment was when you were climbing Mount Everest in shorts and the whiteout hit. Talk to us about that moment because that sounds like a worse nightmare. You're caught in the death zone in Everest, a whiteout hits and you're wearing shorts. Yeah. Like that's a situation that not a lot of people survive out of, but it it taught you something. Tell us us about that. Uh, What it tells is not by words. I mean, I go climb Mount Everest, I know what's possibly it can happen uh, in being in shorts. Like uh, I thought, uh, uh, Hillary and Tensing, they did it uh, with uh, uh, oxygen and, and clothes. And then came Mesner, Reinhold Mesner, he did it uh, without uh, oxygen and just clothes. And I thought, it's no challenge. If I'm going to repeat these guys, I'm going to do it without clothes and without <laughs> oxygen. So I had the idea going, uh-huh. but then, and because I was so fast, uh, because of these breathing techniques I do, and they prove really to be effective. And it made me go on Everest and being without a guide, and I never have been there in those realms, in those areas uh, before. But I just sort of followed the valley is when the snow came. And when the snow came, it, uh, at 18,000, 90,000 feet. How long had you been hiking until the snow came? Uh, like four hours. So you're hiking four hours in shorts. You have you got shoes on though, right? Uh, yes, I have shoes. Shoes, shoes, shorts. Do you have poles? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I, had, I think one pole. One pole. One pole. Like a walking stick. Yeah, walking <laughs> stick. Yeah. Like you were going for a stroll with your dog <laughs> out in the backyard. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, the thing is, there there is no life over there. Uh, um, there is no animal nothing. life. No insects. No no bugs. No nothing. Yeah. It doesn't uh, know how to live over there. Well, it's not distracting, at least. Uh, it's not distracting. So <laughs> I had no dog, but I had my stick. Yeah. I went up, uh, and there I found myself in a whiteout suddenly. And there were uh, no path anymore. I mean, there uh, is no path. It's rocks and things, but sort of a valley you can see. But now I could not see anything. How, how many hours till the spot you were uh, going I, to go? I, I never have been at the destiny where I had to go to which it was the advanced base camp. Did you have an idea how many hours it would take, though? Advanced base uh, no, camp? Not no? really. Not right. I mean, uh, three hours, four hours. Okay. And then so you're go- about halfway there, and the yes. whiteout hits. <laughs> yes. Okay. Exactly. And uh, normally you think you're trapped, you're lost. But I didn't think at all. 
at that moment. I just realized that I was feeling uh, really calm. And uh, I just took it on, uh, followed my instincts. Was there ever a moment of fear? Did did fear even, did it even factor in? Did did when the whiteout came, there was just none of that fear? It's like observing what is happening, Uh like an observation. Hey, uh, this could be dangerous and it is dangerous. You don't know uh, where to go. It's all white. There is no path. There's no guide. There's nobody around. You are just in your shorts. Of course, you're thinking. In your think, if you think about logically, you're lost. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's right. over. Right. But then, this is what I found: this trust, this confidence within myself directly. It was being like light, not heavy, and uh, that made me just go. Uh, uh, not think, go. Do you feel like that confidence came from within, or do you feel like that was coming, like it was channeling through you? Like that's part of the confidence of the universe, or confidence of yes, yes, God or life see or source. You, you know, I see what you mean. Uh, uh, if I recall uh, right, uh, at that moment you don't think too much. Yeah, you just feel, and that feeling is light, is okay, it's fearless. I had this also when I lost my way under the ice. That's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Those two moments. Yeah, uh, uh, and more moments I got. Mm-hmm. Climbing without gear on rocks and then having no gear and then steep rocks and uh, having only your fingers and your feet and then having a cramp in, the, in your calf, the right calf, and you cannot just loosen it up, you know? Uh, okay, so let's tell that story. So you're climbing, yeah. you're free, so you're free, Free climbing, free yes. soloing, yes. on a rock, steep rock. Where is this? In uh, Spain, Spanish Pyrenees. In the Spanish that, Pyrenees. That, there you got these monoliths. Yeah. You probably have them here in the Rocky Mountains as well. And uh, 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 yeah, I was intrigued to climb. But in that time, uh, I, uh, I had these cramps at, uh, say, uh, 150 feet from the <laughs> ground. Yeah. I mean, if you fall, you're dead. Yeah. It's over. So there is no time at that moment is very imminent to danger. You got the cramp, the cramp makes you unable to move and you have to get rid of it. And normally you do this and you do all kinds of things, uh, but there is no way you can move because <laughs> you need every little inch mm-hmm. to hold on. And there I learned, I can think it away. The, the imminence of the danger is so big that you find out we got more than we think inside. Suddenly, I can reach it. I see it. I feel it. And I just instinctively do it. And that's what I found out. So you, at that point, when you're saying you, you think it, you mean you're using belief, you're using your intention. Are you using breath as well? Or are you just using your mind at that point? At that moment, <laughs> you're really not into, uh, say, conscious breathing or this or that. Yeah. But you see, once again, that, that you become light. Like uh, 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 light, like it is mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It is simply there. And you make use of it. Uh, I think we are so fear-based because we lost this ability. That things like that in our body, guided by our thinking, by our thoughts, our mind, is able to do extraordinary feats Whenever it happens, but we never expose because we always choose comfort. Yeah. Thus, we don't learn the deeper capabilities of our mind and body. And so I found myself in that accidentally, and I, I never read it in books that, the, you know, we are able to think our cramp away. Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, what do you say? This, I never read this. I don't know about this. But there I knew it. Afterwards, I knew it. I went up uh, to the top, and my greatest victory was that I overcame my own mind. So at that point, so your calf is cramping, which is really the fascia, the fascia around the muscle. Yes. They are really showing a strong neurological connection between your mind and your fascia. The fascia actually stores a lot of memories and information. So like when you're shooting a basketball, it's not just your mind that's remembering how you shoot it. It's your body. And when you take an injury, it's not just your mind that's remembering that you got injured. It's the actual fascia that remembers the trauma or remembers the skill that you pattern. So there's like this neurological connection with the fascia. So at that point, you were, you know, you had this 
cramp in your calf because the muscle is just is muscle it's just tissue it's the fascia around it that controls whether it gets tightened and sends the electrical impulses into the muscle right Great. so you were able to go into your fascia and say hey buddy release because <laughs> if you don't we might die yes <laughs> but without fear yes and that's the key yes so i found myself also down under a meter of ice like uh -huh. a, more than a yard of ice and then I lost sight because this is when you were going for the world record swim. Yes. This is another story. Going for the world record swim, you had one hole in some ice and then another hole in some ice, and that was about 50 meters apart, right? Yes, yes. Right. But what happened about 30 meters in? Yeah, 30, 35, uh, about I lost sight because the cornea, I had no goggles on. I didn't know I had to wear goggles. You learned you weren't a seal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I learned I wasn't a seal. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that, that was sealed. <laughs> Thing is, uh, there I was. And then, once again, you don't think because there is no time to think. Yeah. You, you just go on. You go on into a deeper instinct, the survival. And uh, I learned to count my strokes. My strokes are from one hole to another. Uh, uh, should have been like 42 mm -hmm. but i like uh, 26 uh, strokes i lost it uh, i lost the sight and then i went on uh, i came directly in a survival mode of my mind mm -hmm. so i was not aware anymore but i was still going on counting and when i counted 48 i uh, i got back to my awareness Four, oh, 48 uh, six too many Yes, and uh, six too many, which is about uh, eight meters, and then uh, uh, then I have to go six back to to get to the forty-two. And uh, so, swimming. how cold is this water? I'm this is freezing, freezing, and uh, but so I did like not feel 30, any anything. Okay. Thirty-four, something like yes, that. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, freezing, freezing water. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> if it is more freezing, it freezes. Yeah, so. Uh, it, there is a big uh, a cap of ice uh, uh, above it, and the rest is uh, probably a, a, a degree above it. Uh, otherwise, it would freeze. Yeah, but it's very close, though, and it's frigid, real yeah. frigid. So there I was, and uh, a six uh, strokes back, and that made it uh, uh, like uh, fifty-four strokes, about seventy meters, and then. I felt no hole. So six over there. And when you go, and so you're feeling under the ice, there's four feet of ice, you're already past your mark, right? You've been holding your breath in that freezing water for a yes. long time. Which if anybody's tried to hold their breath in freezing water, it's really hard. Because the breath actually is what kind of feels like it warms up the body. So holding your breath in the water, you have to be really oxygenated beforehand. Yes. But it makes it even colder and harder. To yes. Do. But then at that point, you're reaching. That's again, this is another nightmare. This is like if someone yes. came in and said, I had the worst nightmare. I was under a block of ice and I couldn't find the hole out. That's yeah. like a classic nightmare. But you're feeling, but instead you control, you're still able to control that fear. It, it was once again that we are, where we are talking about. It's very interesting you're asking me all this. Because now I begin to remember about the wide out, about climbing without gear and finding myself with cramp. And imminent danger mm -hmm. under the eyes. And I got more situations like that. I learned to trust my body to be able to cope at that moment, or in those moments. Yeah. And that's a capability of our mind to be directing our bodies in a situation like direct adaptation. And it, 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 when you are there, you're light. It's like when something happens, it, it's all slow motion suddenly. Yeah. That is a capability of ours. We lost that. Yeah. And I don't say, uh, now I go climb Mount Everest and uh, go under the ice and uh, do all that because that's not necessary. It was my soul search. And I found out we are able to do more than we think. And that more than we think it goes past fear. And it's a great capability of ours. And now I found out that we are able to tap into that capability. And uh, becoming one with the uh, uh, with the power to, uh, yeah, I mean scientifically, yeah, it's no longer uh, poetic. Yeah, uh, Mount Everest and uh, and under the ice and uh, in, uh, 
climbing without gear and uh, and hanging by one finger and, and uh, all that it's not necessary anymore i got it uh, figured out through scientific research that we are able to get into the endocrine system and the innate immune system yeah and the endocrine system is all about adrenaline we show people able to be lying in bed producing more adrenaline than somebody in fear going into its first bunker job. Well, that's let's, controlled let's, stress hormone. Let's talk about the science in a minute. I still want to get in a little bit deeper into this. Yes. So you said, you know, earlier when we were at dinner, you're under the ice and that's when you lost your fear of death. Yes. Like at a certain point, death was so imminent and so possible. You know, eventually you just kept swimming around and they had to send a diver in. But at some point, you know, there was a release, it seemed like, like a surrender yes. to that feeling. And, and take us through that because that's a pretty pivotal moment I mean, a lot of us have a lot of fear of death and we've all dealt with it in different ways i've personally dealt with it in the psychedelic experience in doing oh, yeah. ayahuasca like that will push you to pu push you to overcome your fear of death it'll tell you that you're dying you'll have to surrender your death it's all happening in your mind yeah they, you know death is part of life they say right and it is it is not only part of life it's probably the most beautiful transformation you can go into but we forgot about that. <laughs> we fear something which is actually so beautiful because we don't know the purpose of this life. We are into a system and, uh, and, and um, positioning and going into power, but the real power is to become happy, strong and healthy, to expand your consciousness. Uh, that means uh, uh, expanding uh, the neurological uh, pathways in the brain, making you perceive more Mm -hmm. It's all physiological, what I'm telling. And we are not because we are all the way in our neurological patterns, uh, abiding to the laws and the ethics and the morals, uh, 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 so, uh, maintaining a system, and uh, God knows uh, what we are doing. But uh, this is what is going on, and uh, we give all our energy and uh, attention to it, minding. Thus, our neurology is complete confused. And thus, we do not understand the purpose of life. And that's why we don't understand the, uh, death as well. What is the purpose of life in your mind? Ah, to, to, be, to have a great life. <laughs> to, uh, you know, yeah. to love. Uh, to love, uh, strength, ha happiness, and health. Those are uh, uh, compositions like uh, health is the hormonal system, the control over it in the deepest, as well as the innate immune system, the subconscious. The dream state. Yeah. We are able to realize our dreams. We are built and equipped to realize our dreams, to it, go past our fears. It's almost like, you know, I mentioned this also before, but it's almost like we were given this car, this amazing car. Yeah. But it has no manual. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and we've completely forgotten the manual, how to operate this machinery. So it operates on automatic pilot all the time. And that automatic pilot steers us into all kinds of conditions, which are unsuitable for that happy strong healthy life yes exactly. you know steers us into depression steers us into our mind oh. where we're just luck lost in these cycles of thought and fear yes, sir. and then we call the fear something else so it's stress or it's anxiety yes, or it's this sir. thing and then we get a pill to numb that but that really just makes our soul and our spirit retract further and hide deeper because it's afraid of the pain of the animal and the pain of the animal is so great that the fear draws us back and our consciousness gets smaller and smaller or we make another fucking choice or we look at all of this potential pain, look at the cold, look at all of these things that may happen, and we move toward it. And we you know, invigorate our own life force and go after these things and become stronger in defiance of all of this potential pain. Wow. Yeah. And that's the fundamental choice. It's either retract and hide or go towards it. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I know this poem, this is a Spanish poem, Para mi solo recorren los caminos que tienen corazón, cualquier camino que tenga corazón. Y la prueba única que vale es atravesar todo su largo. Por ahí yo recorro, mirando, mirando, sin aliento. It's it, it, the way of the heart. Mm -hmm. It's by the uh, Yaqui uh, Indians, the shaman. Don Juan, he's uh, called. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he, uh, you have your heart, you have your intuition. There's the wisdom, the natural wisdom. And there is the manual gradually coming in to uh, drive your car yep. and you have to go all the way and then you will see and understand and be 
like when you grow and be older besides of having a great life because if you live through the heart it's satisfying it's compelling it's the the purpose is there it's such a great point because we think we don't have a manual but then again look at all of every other animal in the world they know exactly what to do they're doing yeah. it the the lions are being lions the monkeys are being monkeys the, the whales are being whales they don't have to ask any questions. They don't have to go to psychotherapists and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. You know, the only time they get fucked yeah. up is when humans intervene and put them yeah. in unnatural situations. That right? example I use a lot is almost funny. Did you ever see a rabbit uh, going to a psychiatrist <laughs> or a pharmacy or the hospital? They, they take care of themselves. Of course, they, uh, they have predators, etc. Yeah, And we think uh, we are stronger than nature. Yet our nature, uh, our uh, all these diseases and all these depressions, we are caught up in ourselves, lost control within ourselves. We are actually overwhelming the nature uh, uh, outside of us. We are not in contact, nor with the nature outside, nor with the nature inside. And that's uh, and the nature outside can help us get us in contact with the nature inside. That's kind of your message, right? Like yes, use the nature outside to help you get in contact with really what's inside. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the trees, the waste of the trees is our nutrition. And uh, the waste of us is the nutrition for the tree. So we uh, live in harmony. Talking they about get, the breath. Yes. Respiration it, cycle. I mean, without breath, you can be possibly in three minutes uh, out, uh, out of here. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and that's it. And so we are in contact with our brothers, the trees. And there's nothing uh, abstract about it. It's a physiological process. And what do we do? We get the trees out and we get some uh, cars going <laughs> and they blow uh, all this smoke in our faces and we breathe that instead of uh, the, the harmony with nature. And we keep on going, going, going there. And, uh, yeah, and that, uh, that's a way to lose it. And uh, uh, right now I'm into uh, showing that the, the, the greatest natural force existent which is the cold. Mm -hmm. why, why, why are people so drawn to comfort? Why have we lost this sense of adventure, this sense of recognition that the, the challenges will make us better, will make us happier? Why have we decided to, to just be comfortable? Yes, the comfort zone behavior. Yeah. We think we are there, but we are not. And it's also part of evolution. It, it, uh, evolution uh, in evolution you see things bouncing and the mind is the most interesting of all you see all these animals from dinosaurs going into the uh, mammoths uh, mammoths and the, the, the rhinoceros with a lot of hair and all that coming into these ages where humans evolve and in very little time our mind has been evolved and it's really a bouncing aspect going on it goes too fast mm -hmm. And uh, we don't really want to overtake uh, nature, but we don't know better because our instincts are still from, say, a couple of thousand years ago when coal was a hostile force, yeah. when we had to seek, uh, seek for shelter and seek for food. And now we got this abundance of food, uh, but uh, 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 we get uh, all this conditioning going on with the heat and, and, and warmth in the houses. We do not expose our bodies anymore. Sense. And uh, thus, uh, uh, all this food, and it, ke it keeps on coming, coming, come. Everybody promises if you eat this food, then you become the best. And it's so nice, and it's so good. Uh, a lot of advertisement, and that's where we are. And I think right now, it's time, amen. Uh, just look at this. We have a physiology which is built to be uh, exposed to nature, uh, to the natural elements. Therefore, then the vascular system is going to be exercised, which is directly connected to the uh, uh, neural uh, systems of ours. And, uh, uh, and then it, it'll be optimized in, say, 10 days. And that's not because of training. It's because of awakening what already was there for millions of years. Yeah. And we lost the connection and the insight. And that's why we go... We got to do these podcasts, yeah. you know? We got to bring some uh, awareness back to the people that happiness and strength and health uh, 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 should be a a a able uh, for a mother to pass on to her children 
because it's there. Birthright. You know, it's so that's right. That's a really yeah, nice in, that's a really interesting concept that you put out there because all right, you look back at humans a long time ago. The instinct to be comfortable was necessary because nature was savage and they were exposed to it all the time. Yeah. Right? They couldn't help but be exposed to nature. They didn't have heaters and air conditioning and all of these things. They were just in nature. It was going to be too hot, it was going to be too cold, and they had to fucking deal with it. So their desire for comfort was a desire to survive. But eventually, as society advanced, we got so good at protecting, like providing these basic needs, that impulse to be comfortable, you know, is no longer serving us because it's a, it's a given, it's granted. And we don't have the external forces to help keep us balanced, keep us in check. You know, we, and so we have to change our mentality. We have to change our mentality and realize, oh, we're in a different time now. Now, all of these instincts telling us to be comfortable, uh, we getting to those are going to kill us. Yes. Those same instincts that used to be able to help us survive are now going to kill us. I, I was with Chris Ryan. He, he was a, we are so over-developed. Uh, yeah. Uh, over, we're civilized to death. Mm-hmm. He called it, and uh, uh, and uh, and that uh, that is the reality. But nature doesn't do things like for nothing. It's also now given us the uh, ability, or the time, or uh, the tools uh, to get back to ourselves. And uh, I'm proving this through science. So let's talk about the science then. So some of the things that are already proven that hermetic stressors they're called hermetic stressors. That's when you expose yourself to the cold. It's obviously healthy for the body. We've proven that. Cold shock proteins, the response to the vascularity, the response to the all different aspects. Great. Exposure to the heat, hyperthermic conditioning. Dr. Rhonda Patrick did a full debriefing on how valuable it is to expose yourself to the heat. We know these things. We know that hermetic stressors are hermetic stressors are important. But then you've taken it even further and shown, you know, when the study that you've talked about in a couple podcasts, we'll just go by that one quickly. You took five people, put them in a laboratory condition. They were injected with a bacteria that would cause a strong inflammatory cytokine immune response. And through their breath and through their belief, they were able to suppress that immune response that science said was impossible to suppress, you know, with just using yes, the mind and the breath. You've exactly. shown that already. You've talked about that. But you just went to Michigan and you did another study showing that you're able to control another aspect beyond just the immune response. So tell us about that, what you just did three days ago in Michigan. Yes, fMRIs uh, with the brain, so neuroscience. I showed that just by thinking, by using your mind, you are able uh, to, to direct signals, like being in the car, <laughs> <laughs> uh, signaling, to steering by your mind, by your thoughts, at the skin temperature, being exposed through cold ice water so tell on my so body. So you were in a suit. I'm you're, in a suit. You're in a suit in I'm a laboratory at University of Michigan? or was Yes, it, yeah. the Wayne State University yeah. of Michigan, together with the scientists. And uh, I was in a suit, and the suit was being uh, yeah, equipped with all kinds of tubes. And these tubes, they get uh, Fresh, cold water. Fresh, cold And you kept warming water. up the water. So they had to keep putting. <laughs> oh yeah, they were. They were, <laughs> they were quite, working uh, hard. Yes, they were working hard to keep it uh, cold, because I was warming up the water. <laughs> at, uh, but at a certain moment, like uh, three days ago now, uh, the, my skin temperature went down. Uh -huh. Not my core body temperature, still okay, but my uh, skin temperature uh, went down. And and then and according to the scientific theory, of course it did. It has to. Yes. You have no control over your skin temperature. No. That's what traditional science used to say before exactly. the study. Exactly. And so uh, I'm there motionless. I'm not able to breathe very deeply or something because then you move your head. And uh, well, I was not allowed to. I, actually, for the protocol, I had to uh, stay still with my head. So what I began to do was really concentrate on a little hum. While this machine was going on. Yeah, crazy, crazy. I was just in this humming, this hum, with my thought, because I wanted to disassociate from the cold. And what I saw in the, the uh, day two was that uh, the skin temperature, after being exposed, likewise, the day before, 
with the cold in where the skin temperature went drastically down now didn't go down anymore i didn't want i wanted to make the difference i was thinking about it kept my concentration inside my head was not being into that emotion of the cold and thus the body knows what to do and it took my uh, on my skin temperature and it controlled it and, and it's not about this trick, you know, oh, you can deal with your skin temperature. No, I found a way to internalize in the, in the mind, making us able to counteract with whatever stress. It could be cold, it could be heat, it could be grief, it could be uh, any emotion. Bacteria. Bacteria, virus, vaccine. It's like, did you ever see that movie Lucy? Yes. There's a movie Lucy where she got access to yes. more parts of her brain yes. and was able to I do I think we got uh, we find uh, we are uh, we found the beginning point of that access. Take us through like very practically like you say you were concentrating. Were you focusing cuz you you know what parts of the brain control that, right? Yes. It's somewhere in the brain stem. Yes, uh, it, it's called uh, uh, the the uh, orbitofrontal cortex uh -huh. together with the insula sort of the consciousness thing and that relates to the brainstem the deepest of our brain the reptilian mode mm -hmm. and uh, we get a cold uh, I say cold as a sensation and then it tells hey you got a, a first you get it as an emotion then you uh, make a decision okay I got to go inside uh, as a consequence of being cold uh, to become warm so that part also is able to counteract with that emotion and a physical uh, condition and make it uh, make heat going or yeah. adrenaline going but we did not know this so when and you're now when you're concentrating do you concentrate and do you think about those parts of your brain activating or do you just focus on the effect that you want to happen do you just focus on your skin or do you focus on your brain or do you focus on neither one of those i was just disassociating this is very important disassociating from uh, uh, from the cold uh -huh. and I just kept it over there inside and the body knows what to do because I programmed my body beforehand I thought I was into that research and the research is too important for me so I, I got in a time frame of three days I got uh, I got the, the, the possibility to show something never been done before in laboratory settings with an fMRI showing that the uh, mind is able to control the body after exposure in cold. Mm -hmm. So uh, day two, I couldn't. Day three, I did it. So f as fast as that. And how did I learn that to do that? That's because of uh, me being in so, uh, numerous, so many times into uh, harsh conditions never knowing what's coming really, mm -hmm. but uh, learning uh, to trust my body, to be able to cope, adaptive, to be adaptive toward it. So my adaptation there in the laboratory setting was, today I'm not gonna suffer a cold. Today I wanna show the difference. I programmed myself beforehand with my mind, and then uh, that happened. I just needed to concentrate, keep my concentration at the humming and I could go into the cold look at it and okay my, it was no cold anymore hmm. and, uh, I, and then I got, just came back okay I got it once again same thing as being on that uh, uh, ridge without gear or under the ice it was the same lightness hmm. and that lightness needs to be uh, uh, researched more and that's what we do this is the lucy thing yeah uh, also what the beatles sign lucy in the in the sky with diamonds. <laughs> yeah. i mean Maybe it's so. life yeah and this is what we are able to do yeah so we lost this all and we think it's abstract and hippie like or this or uh, that's a fantasy this is not possible this superman or this or that no this is you man hell yeah so when you say that lightness and and do you think that's do you think that's when you're accessing consciousness? Do you think that's when you're identifying as your soul rather than your body? Do you look at it in those kind of metaphysical terms? Like, because because I have a metaphysical construction. I think of myself as consciousness, mind, and body. Animal, you know, computer, 
and then consciousness, the real, the real me, the yes. real life, yes. the force that's animating life, as Don Miguel Ruiz would say, and that's consciousness. And when I can become consciousness, all the problems seem to melt away, the happiness flushes through, and all I feel is love. You know, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, I've actually even envisioned, you know, envision again with ayahuasca, I actually envisioned myself as a dinosaur, and I could feel myself as a dinosaur. And the one thing that I noticed wasn't the fact that I had all these horns and all these scales, I just felt how warm my heart was. Even as a dinosaur, my heart was just full of love. It was just like this furnace of love. And it was so, I was just had my hands on the ground and I could just feel love beating in my heart. And I think for so many humans, the fear and, uh, and all of this, this world we've created has closed down our heart, you know, kind of clenched, clenched the heart together. But as you access consciousness, you know, then the heart opens as well, which is the seat of our consciousness. That's where I, that's where I identify. All right, the brain, a lot of people think we're in the brain. I think, no, the computer's in the brain, our personality's in the brain, our ego, our identity, that's in the brain, but our consciousness is in the heart. And that's the wisest, strongest part of us. That's the, that's the love center, that's who we really are. Yes. Do, you, do you feel it's that? Do you feel like at that point, that part takes over? Is that, was that, does that fit with you or do you have another kind of idea about that? No, 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 I think you're on the right track, the, right, uh, the same thing. I mean, coming from the heart, the, the cognitive cells, of cognition in the heart region, uh, they, uh, the, there is a stronger flux, stronger uh, neural activity going to the head than vice versa. Mm -hmm. So it's not the head which is predominant, which should be, uh, 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 it should not be predominant. But in our si society, it's head before heart. And then in the East, it's heart for the head. And I think we gotta uh, make uh, uni uh, uh, unified uh, the both the worlds. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, so, sort of what I'm doing right now, but then through science. Yeah. Because science is science is absolutely essential. We need to know what's going on in order to believe it. You know, because belief is the key. You know, no longer can we have belief without yeah, science very, very well. Like yes. belief, belief is necessary for this. And adding the science and then adding the experience, it becomes irrefutable. You know, and that's what's happening with what you're doing. It's what's happening with psychedelic medicine. All of a sudden, they're showing that these experiences, the people come back and say, I'm changed forever. You know, they're showing with science against placebo-controlled trials that, oh, yeah, actually, these people are changed forever. Actually, you can release trauma and you can, yes. e you know, ease depression and anxiety, you know, with these different tools, which really, to me, are consciousness technologies. These are ways to bring your consciousness forward you know, back to the driver's seat of the car. It's like we have a kid that's just eating sugar and popping drugs and drinking beers and is joyriding our parents' car, which is our body, right? And then eventually the parent has to get back and say, that was, that was cute, you crashed the car a couple times, let me get back in the driver's seat, fix things up, and we're gonna have a really fun time. You can hang out in the passenger side, we'll talk, we'll communicate, we'll have a great time together, just trust me. And that's like the wisdom of consciousness that I think needs to be brought forward. So it's not about crushing the mind. You got to love and respect the mind, but you got to bring that other thing forward, that instincts, that the primal side, that connection of the body's wisdom with the consciousness wisdom and the deeper wisdom that comes from the mind. Yes. Know? Yeah, yeah. In the car, Mother Nature. Yeah. She's driving. Yeah. And Father Time, yeah. he is uh, besides of that. Yeah, they're so creating, we are they're creating back. the board game. Yeah. And they learn us uh, to go around and to learn from what we see. And yes, um, so that's what we do. So I do the science now. I just come here and I see you. You are doing on it. Mm -hmm. I never heard of it. I don't know. I just knew uh, you came in. Uh, 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 we met at Summer at Sea <laughs> on a boat somewhere at sea and, and uh, with Chris Ryan. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's now a good friend. He's uh, probably a good friend of yours uh, too. And he, they are all people who draw the attention to that what is more than we think. They open up because it's not good what's happening. It, it, there is more, and we need more, and we need to, to to be guided therein. We need Mother Nature back. And we are listening to Mother Nature. We believe in Mother Nature. We need, and the time, we want to have a great time. That's father time. And Mother Nature is believing that the heart is great. And, uh, and we have no fear therein. Because the, it's too a little span of, uh, span of time. 
uh, to be, you know. Yeah, imagine you go not, through not this to whole life all the day. You go through this whole life just terrified and running from everything. Yes. You know? It's like the greatest, we have the opportunity to play the greatest game ever. Yes. And we decide not to play. Yes, you know? yes. It's like we got a chance to play with all of our favorite sports heroes, but we don't pick up the ball. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, exactly. That's what life is. It's amazing. All of these different people we can encounter in nature and the beauty, the pleasure, the taste of coffee as it goes in your mouth and then lights yes. up your brain and yeah. all of the, the fuck having sex. We get to have sex. Wow. It's yeah. amazing. It's a this great is a great, can this tell is a you. great game. <laughs> it's fucking good. You know? yeah. And, and oh, people oh, don't oh. enjoy it. Yes. And that, uh, yeah, big taboos and that. And why not the taboos and war? Why not the taboos and not being happy, not being strong, not being well, that's healthy? Well, that's where America's hey. really fucked up. Because yeah. we'll allow our kids to just watch the most violent thing ever. You know, I had some parents, you know, Christian friends, kids who uh, had, had parents who were Christian. And, and this is many different other religions, but they would be able to, like, play video games where they're, like, shooting people in the head and watch, like, really violent movies. But if a boob came out, if a boob came out, no way. Yeah, TV's yeah. off. You know, it's like a sin. They're out of the, How crazy is that? How against nature is that? That we can kill another human being and that's okay? But a boob, the thing that fed us when we were young, the yeah. thing that gives us life, all yeah. of a sudden, we can't look at that? It's insane. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. <clears throat> so We've done some things that are really weird to ourselves, and that fucks up the animal. It is true, and we we get on uh, grounds I am familiar with. I recognize directly, and uh, um, I'm here together with you to see what we can do more no besides doubt. of the podcast and uh, uh, having all the viewers and uh, listening to this. And I mean, it's no longer uh, our ball game; it's a ball game of the world. No, it's for all of us. Everybody is in it. As they say in, in South America, para el bien de todos, for the good of all. Para el bien de todos, yes. And uh, <clears throat> how are we going to proceed? I'm going to do uh, uh, new studies and very uh, uh, very soon a whole, whole set of new uh, outcomes, scientific outcomes will come and very spectacular. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, uh, we, we uh, are able to oxygenize more than 100% uh, uh, by the measurement devices. That, that is the tissue, the mitochondrial oxygen tension. And we have uh, shown that, that the will soon come out. Great. And uh, we have shown uh, with 48 people uh, all kinds of spectacular results toward pain. And there is a lot of unnecessary pain in the world in a lot of people with chronic pains. And we are able now with uh, just breathing and believing to suppress uh, uh, the, the pain signal and the tolerance, uh, uh, the threshold toward pain it's going to be completely different. And, and inflammation. There's a lot of a lot of people out there who say that the root of all disease is inflammation. A lot of very and credible we got doctors. And within and a quarter of hour. Yes. And you showed that you can drop that inflammatory response. I mean, cold plus emotion. Eh? Yeah. Cold, but also painful. Yeah. Huh? And I brought these people within uh, 18 people within four days without prior experience in the cold to minus 27 being exposed in the, in the elements, you know, cold, freezing cold, and then wind chill, and in their shorts, going up a mountain for five hours, and they were dancing the Harlem Shake on top of it. <laughs> I knew that these guys are ready. Yeah. They can take on the challenge of a bacteria injected and that was anytime. So, that was so important because I think a lot of people think of you like an X-Man character, you know, like Wolverine yeah. or somebody who has like yeah, special yeah. ability that yeah. only you have. Well, he's a mutant. You know, he's got these abilities. But you just took people with a bunch of training, and they all did it too. Four days. It took four, four days. days. It took four days. And that's motivation and awakening our primordial state of the prehistoric uh, physiology, which is still there, only we got alienated. And that's yeah. why we got all these problems. So right now, there's a, people who are, a lot of people who are really fired up. So let's talk them through some practical shit that they can do on their own. You know, like every morning, every day, some practical shit. So... Let's talk about utilizing the cold. We all have either a bath or a cold ass pool you somewhere. You gotta or a take shower. a shower anyway. Okay, you gotta so, take a shower anyway. Right. So what what do you recommend people do in the shower? Just ordinary I, I, everyday I, I, people. I recommend uh, like you you wake up. There you are. Now, uh, within twenty minutes, doing these breathing techniques with uh, retentions like holding, 
but without force, you're able to alkalize your blood completely. And so yeah. these breathing techniques, you say, get it in any hole. You don't care. You're not like the yogis who oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. nostril or the other. Yeah, yeah, they get that breath in however all, you want. To. All these fancy names they give uh, to uh, Surya, Bitter, Tattva, uh, Kumbhaka, uh, Antara, Kumbhaka, Kevla, and uh, all this, and you have to breathe there. And then this, and then this, and then <laughs> <laughs> Really? Just use any hole you got. Just get it in. Yeah. Get it in, and it's going to work. And you say, when you're giving the cues, because we went through this this morning, you say, belly, chest, head. Yes. And that's what you think about. So expanding that belly, the lower parts of your lungs. And then, the, and then the upper parts of your lungs. And then feeling it breathe all the way through your head. Just yes. Poof, like into your brain. Out the top into your brain. Yes. Yeah. And then when you get it all the way in, then just let it go. No let force, go. right? No force. Mm -hmm. And from there, you get a rhythm. Yep. And it's a natural rhythm. Everybody has his own rhythm. I liked it when you were playing the drum today. That was the best rhythm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> playing the drum and just playing the drum and singing and we're breathing. People are passing out. It was amazing. Nice, nice. <laughs> it was good, great. Good. But all right, so people are home. How long should they do this breath? And, and what, should be, what should be roughly the pace of belly, chest, head? Yes, until you feel lightheaded, a little bit lightheaded, a loose in the body, mm -hmm. some tingling can go on. Mm -hmm. Those are symptoms of uh, oxygenation. Yep. And then the oxygen is getting into the tissue. The tissue from uh, being acidic becomes alkaline. So let me talk real quick about the importance of that. Because when you're acidic over time, the body likes to regulate its pH. It likes to stay in a very narrow band of pH. But if you're acidic, the body regulates the pH by taking the minerals out of your body and buffering the acid in oh, your body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the body takes all the minerals wow. from your tissue and then it uses it to buffer the acid. And then you get demineralized. Ooh. And then you get mineral deficiencies. And so the mineral deficiencies start to you know, be deleterious to the body. They start uh, to break down the body. Yeah. So even though your pH may stay the same, your body's using more and more minerals. However, if you provide your body with the alkalinity through the breath, it doesn't need to take the minerals out of your bones and out of your body in order to buffer Amazing. the acid. Amazing, yeah. And uh, it takes about 20 minutes. And you know, the feeling is great. If you oxygenize your body, you become anti-alkaline. You can prove it to yourself by using these strips, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like pH uh, strips. Yep. They use it for uh, the swimming pool or something. Yep. And uh, you just uh, have a, a drop of your pee or saliva on it and uh, before and then after. And then you recognize, okay, now that I did it well, because it went from yellow, acidic, to blue, uh, alkaline. alkaline and so, that means all your body it represents all your body the good of that is is that your performance level during the day is a lot better because when you are acidic and you don't notice it but it's still there you will perform less and that's proven in multiple different ways not only with breath but also with something like baking baking soda supplementation yes. like baking soda is extremely alkaline and there's a host of studies showing athletic performance benefits from taking baking soda. What is it about baking soda that makes you perform better? It's the alkalinity. You know, like that's the secret to it is that it starts to make your body more alkaline, which is a better condition to help fight disease and help. And again, I think a lot of it has to do with the minerals. Like minerals are so key. I look at minerals like, you know, you go to like a Home Depot or a lumber store. Like if your body was a house, the minerals are all the supplies on the shelves. You know, oh, I need lumber, I yes. need nails, I need screws. These are all the minerals that hold everything together. Makes sense. Well, when you're out of minerals, it's like the shelves are empty, but you still got to repair the house. So what do you got? You're like, well, we got some tape over there. We got some glue. Nice <laughs> you know, So the body, the body starts making things work, but Analysis. it's not exactly what it would really need to thrive, right? Yes. It's not the first choice. And so yeah. making sure that your body has the first choice, getting enough minerals, getting spring water that comes with the natural minerals, the, the life force, which again, I think, you know, when you go back to a reductionist place, it's mineralization. I mean, it's really like the key. It's what comes up through the plants. It's one of the reasons why eating plants are so valuable is that these nutrients that are pulled up from the soil, these minerals that we're actually constituted and made of, we're made of all these minerals. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's who we are. Yes. You know, and so being able to supply that and the breath is a really important, important link to that. All right. So, so to go back to what you're saying, you got, you're saying 20 minutes of breath. But you can't breathe that heavily for 20 minutes. You have to have some breath locks or some breaks in there, right? Yes, yes. I, I got, you know, we got, I got, you will get it on uh, the website. There's a, uh, you can see all about these techniques. Mm -hmm. 
they are as a free, you have a full course free, free for course. anybody who wants to take it yeah. farther full yes. free course yeah. and it's all scientifically endorsed by the mm -hmm. way so uh, you know you don't have to think about it uh, just read about it it makes sense and now make it work for yourself when you become alkaline you can do that within 20 minutes you perform better it's better for your minerals and all of what you say is make a lot of sense yeah and uh, anybody should be then motivated okay if i just do that i perform better that means i consume less time to uh, complete my uh, tasks. Yeah, so so many people I say, better. "Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time." Well, you're going to be more efficient with everything. How much time do you waste checking your Instagram feed and ram randomly going through emails and getting stuck when you're trying to think or say something or do something? Like when you're more efficient, everything is easy. Everything is fast. Your capacity rate goes up. So what would normally take you all day maybe takes you two hours. So you compress the time that it takes to do things by giving yourself a little time at the start. And that's the value of it. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so, <coughs> when do you use the shower? So when does the cold shower so come you, in? First, uh, because you lie in bed, you, uh, you wake up, you're mm -hmm. still lying in bed. So you do the breathing exercise. And then uh, when you get out, you do this uh, 30 breath, uh, 30 deep breaths, and uh, <coughs> then breathe out or let go, like uh, the, all the other times, mm -hmm. and hold it. Hold it and do push-ups. And you will see you're uh, so much able because you alkalize the blood, you alkalize the muscle tissue. You're suddenly able to keep on going because it's not acidic, and uh, not only you get a, be a better figure, it, it, it uh, resets your uh, nervous system because you vacuum your uh, nervous system, uh, which is related to the breath and the blood, and uh, and then so, uh, it's it, it's going to its best of functionality of his effectiveness mm -hmm. and you feel good afterwards not tired you feel good okay so breath in bed then 30 deep breaths and then you hold you hold at the bottom or do you hold at the top of your breath full breath or uh, hold without breath uh, without breath only for those who have a, a inflammatory condition they do it after the in-breath okay then it suppresses directly the inflammatory markers. Okay, so unless you have inflammation problems, hold at the bottom. If you do have some inflammation issues, hold yes. with a full breath. And then for people who can't do a lot of push-ups, maybe just do squats, right? Yeah, do squats the, or anything, squats. movements, Yeah, rap, uh, repetitious uh, movements. And then you're ready for the uh, nice warm shower, huh. but in the end, you finish up 30, to, uh, 30 seconds to one minute cold. cold. And that trains the vascular system. Mm -hmm. And within 10 days, you will see that you not only optimize the vascular condition, you get a lot more energy because all those little muscles begin to work for you. It's like the, uh, the, the thing you said about the minerals. Mm -hmm. Now, it's the heart. Yeah. The heart needs to pump less because all those little muscles, a million of them, in the 80,000 miles of capillaries, arteries, and veins, they are being optimized. They are suddenly working with you so the blood flow gets a lot better through the system uh, it reaches uh, the immune cells nutrients uh, thus uh, they are m much more alert they get the nutrients uh, they become alert uh, and then uh, the heart rate goes with uh, say down with tw 20 a minute to its natural state thus uh, if the heart rate is going down stress levels are going down mm -hmm. And then you actually uh, come in contact uh, directly with the parasympathetic and the sympathetic uh, balance. Yeah. And they are very able to uh, make your life happy, strong, and healthy. Yeah. All right. So let's say another condition. So this is just something we can all do every day. Um, but what about, let's say when we troubleshooting, like when we find ourselves in a certain condition. So let's say we find ourselves really stressed and anxious, where it feels like everything is constricting around our chest what would you recommend for that point where it just, just feels like everything's tangled up in knots and we can't find our way out, our brain can't figure out how to untie the knots that are going to allow us to relax? How, do, how would you use breath and any kind of technique to help get out of that point of stress? That's uh, the result of oxidative stress mm -hmm. makes you tied intentionally as you uh, talked also about the tissue. It gets into the fascia. Yeah. It, it needs to get somewhere so it gets into the tissue. It's all waste. It's not being uh, uh, broken down. There is no uh, too much stress is because 
uh, it, uh, there was an overload. It's be uh, uh, and uh, there is no uh, moment of rest. Parasympathetic nervous system activity, which is the one who rehabilitates uh, the physiology, but there is none. So <laughs> at a certain moment you're like this, yeah, and so stressed up. So what you gotta do is br uh, bring in, uh, break the loop. And breaking the loop is with the first 20 minutes of breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. It uh, makes uh, the oxygen flow, which normally is related to the conditioned uh, sympathetic nervous system activity, stress going on, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Yep. Uh, suddenly it, the flow is not there and you control it because we alkalize the blood by by this uh, by this movement by by these breathing exercises, mm -hmm. then uh, exhaled without force, being able to stay one minute or one half minute, two minutes without air in the lungs. Thus, the oxygen supply is no longer to the uh, sympathetic what nervous system, and the stress is not fed. Yeah. You break the loop, and suddenly the rehabilitation of the body is able to take over, and you feel de-stressed. It detenses. And, uh, ah, so do you think like let's say you find yourself in the middle of the day maybe you don't have 20 minutes again you did your 20 minutes in the morning but in the middle of the day you feel stressed or anxious or something's come up do you think doing just one cycle maybe even like those 30 four minutes breaths, i say the four, four minutes, minutes breathing and doing the, uh, and the to, to reset the nervous system the parasympathetic uh -huh. uh, uh, sympathetic is nervous system it's the electrical uh -huh. uh, system the four minutes doing the exercise with the push-ups or flexions or whatever mm -hmm. you do uh, after 30 breaths will break the loop. Four minutes end with 30 really vigorous breaths. Yes. Hold your breath. Do something physical. Yes. That's the that's the prescription. That, that will break the loop again. Break the loop. Break and that then, fucking loop. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? You angry? You sad? You stressed? You worried? Four minutes. It can go away. Four minutes. Breathe in, belly, chest, head. 30 times. And then hold your breath and do something physical. Break the loop. That's it. That's, That's it. it. You don't That's need to go it. reaching for those orange bottles that shake with the potential of your pain going away. Yeah. Fix it yourself. Use your body. Use your heart. Use your mind. Fix that shit. Physiology. Yes. The physiology of the brain and the body. Beautiful. All right. Yes. Another, another thing. Let's say you find yourself, you're starting to get sick. You feel a cold coming on, you know, feel a little nose cold or a little fever, or maybe some allergies or something coming on. What do you do at that point? What's the breath prescription for that? Yes, breath. Uh, it, we showed that these people in the, uh, in the hospital uh -huh. were uh, being injected with the endotoxin, a bacteria in a controlled experiment, of course. But normally it makes you sick, really yep. sick. Headaches, uncontrolled shivering, fever, agony, back pains, muscle pains, all over for six hours. Now these guys, what they do is uh, 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 the breathing cycles and uh, they ignite the specific immune system. And the specific immune system is the one who puts the right hormone on the membrane of the intruder, which is a bacteria, a virus, or a bacil. And then you don't feel the uh, fever you don't feel the uncontrolled shivering and the headaches and all that because that is a result of the uh, non-specific immune system. Mm -hmm. That's the reaction, the inflammation. No, you, you overrule, you go deep with the breathing exercises and you ignite the specific immune system, which is then uh, releasing T cells, B cells, within a quarter of an hour. Do you concentrate on anything while you're doing that breath cycle if it's immune-based? I, I think when you uh, begin to feel sick, you mm -hmm. don't need to concentrate. You know what you're getting. <laughs> you know what you are at. Your body knows how to you, fix itself, yeah. right? You're not thinking about picnic or this or that. <laughs> you just feel f uh, 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 rotten. So you go for that, take it away, uh, 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 and make it go away. Yeah. And that's it. How long would you, and how many times and how long per cycle would you breathe if you start to feel yourself getting sick? Um, until you feel you got a hold of it. Yeah, and then when you feel like you don't, do it again. Uh, 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 yes, Yeah. absolutely, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so let's say you're working with an athlete, and let's say you're a fighter, because you have had experience. You work with Alistair Overeem for a little while. You've, you know, you've worked with performance athletes. Let's say 
you know, you're working with an athlete. Now it could be somebody who's just about to go in the gym and they're about to, you know, play a game, their own recreational game, or maybe it's a top athlete, a champion out there going to fight. What and what time do you start having them breathe? How early? And then how much do you have them breathe prior to the contest? While they go to the contest, I, 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 I tell them, uh, uh, just stick with the breathing because you're the influences of people getting on. So that's you. even walking to the ring or like walking up yes. to the, uh-huh. Yes, and all before. How much before? Uh, like hours. Hours before. Because you know, you feel the adrenaline. Uh-huh. And too much release of uncontrolled adrenaline will make you weaker. Yeah, so you start to control the adrenaline. A with good your fighter knows to be relaxed, completely relaxed. And then, in the, and then uh, he is relaxed, which is a, a control over the nervous system. And then uh, the nervous system has two sides, being completely at rest and completely in action. Mm-hmm. And a good fighter knows how to control his body. Mm-hmm. He knows how to control uh, his uh, peace and not waste energy when, when it is not necessary. Yeah. But when it is necessary, it explodes. Yeah. And uh, I learn them to have the right conditions for that to happen. That means the alkalinity of the body again. The alkalinity is related to the neurotransmitters, mm-hmm. which is uh, directed by the nervous system. So uh, if you have no idea about that all, then first I begin to talk with them. L- listen, you want to, I-, I know you're good, but I don't care how good you are. <laughs> I make you better. But yeah. you listen up. And then I tell them uh, about the way the nervous system works. And it's not about beating me, it's by beating yourself mm-hmm. inside. Yeah. And uh, from there, they get an idea. I say, well, first we make the body alkaline. Then suddenly the mind-body connection is available uh, to make the differences. This, uh, the, the man at the wheels is back on again. And when you feel you're back on, you get trust, you get confidence. If you got a car, which is going berserk all the time, <laughs> you're full of fear, you try to hold and to be, but it's taking all your energy. But when you are in control, you can go for your goal. Yeah. And whatever is your goal, to win over an enemy or an opponent, opposing forces, a, a goal of work or anything else, you are able to direct your vehicle and all the peace until you, it, the thing needs to be done. And then you feel so much confidence. You feel, you fly. Yeah, the, when the sympathetic nervous system is then uh, at work because of so much pressure, the competition, the, 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 the game is on, then, ah, man, it overwhelms like a tsunami. Positive, positive tsunami. And you fly and the kicks go and this goes and, uh, and everything. And that's it. Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's, it's the, the beautiful thing is it's, it's a very similar prescription. It doesn't matter. You know, I could ask you the same thing about what if you need to stay up and work late? You know, same thing. Do the breathing. Do the exercise. Yes. You know, what if your heart broke? What if your girlfriend leaves you and starts sleeping with all of your friends, every single one of them at the same time? You know, like all of these heartbreak stories, right? Shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's shit. That's some shit. And it's all translated in chemistry. Yeah. But if you cannot get a hold in the depth of your own chemistry, then you are a victim at that moment. And it's shit. Yeah. But uh, if you are able to go into the depth of the, where the chemistry is being stored of your influx, and it could be uh, your girlfriend uh, fucking around, <laughs> or uh, 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 you lost your job, yeah. or, or your kid is in danger, or uh, millions of uh, possibilities that make you... Uh, feel no good then you should be able to take hold uh, of that and uh, with these with this method uh, with what we found we are able to solve the things we thought they are not solvable you have to uh, learn the hard lessons of life no what we do with the hard lessons of life we go into the cold (laughs) we go into the cold when we are ready and we learn of the cold and the cold was emotion and you have to go deep. But then you find a bigger power within, uh, within yourself. And that is uh, not only able to be, uh, have a great time in the cold. 
but also uh, very able to cope with any other uh, opposing force. Yeah. Beautiful, brother. Beautiful. Well, I look forward to building whatever we can together and, uh, uh, yeah, and helping uh, to make this thing happen, helping to change people's hearts and minds and get people back in touch with our ultimate potential. You know, that's what on it's about on it's about total human optimization being able to drive this car a little bit better you know use this computer up here that we got a little bit better access more of our life force and enjoy ourselves we're here to play and that's one thing i've noticed about you throughout i mean you've been kicking the soccer ball we were throwing hatchets when you're light and you're full of life and you're full of love all you want to do is play yes. you know you yes. want to dance you want to play yeah where, where, where did we lose it eh? yeah we became too serious about it all and it's actually narrowed to consciousness. But we bring back some sense and we bring it to all uh, the people on this is what we do. We are really on it. I was on it before <laughs> I knew you, but now we are on it. Uh, yes, uh, let's go for that. Let's go for let's that it. Uh, totally. And uh, beyond any speculation, play, uh, play, play again. Hell yeah. Where can people find your course? Uh, what's your website? Uh, Wim Hof, that's my name, mm -hmm. <laughs> method.com. Yeah, somebody did that. W-I-M-H-O-F, method.com. Yes. Method.com. And there is a free course and you can uh, go into, we endorse it with science ongoing, so no speculation. And you do the same. Uh, like, uh, I, 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 I did not know uh, about you until I met you. And I felt, hey, this guy is not only good looking, he's got some... <laughs> He's got some content. <laughs> He's got some power. He oh, is you, able brother. to pull some strings. Thank you, so uh, this world needs that. This world needs men who go beyond their ego, help others who cannot. And together we, we find our brothers and sisters like a family, you know. You yep. just take care. You don't know why you take care of each just other. Just give first. That's love. Yeah. Para el bien de todos. Para el bien de todos. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please go to iTunes and leave a review if you enjoyed the podcast and go to onnit.com slash Aubrey, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash Aubrey to get the latest tools for human optimization. Thank you. Much love.